And welcome fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies to a special edition of Behind the Scenes with White Rabbit. This is special bonus content that I'm going to be putting out each week. This is like off the record recording because sometimes, well... Every time I record a podcast, I also backup record it on the Roadcaster, and oftentimes I will forget to stop recording on the Roadcaster, and sometimes I catch gold. So, with the guest's permission, I'm going to start putting this out as some bonus content for you guys each week. So, this is Fonz Dot, who was just on uh, two prior episodes ago, and we were recording after we recorded the episode, and it was kind of fire. It's not like exactly a white rabbit episode don't don't get your uh, hopes up but it's good good shit there was some good shit in here and don't forget to go to purepetwellness.com and receive 20% off for your pet CBDs with promo code rabbit leave a five star and don't forget to check out the white rabbit merch at whiterabbitpodcast.com you guys are so awesome thanks for tuning in each week I couldn't do it without you guys and man let's get into it Welcome to White Rabbit Podcast with Catalyst Jones, where your reality might be challenged. So leave your feelings at the fucking door and let's dive down some rabbit holes. And let's dive down some rabbit holes. And let's dive down some rabbit holes. Liberal Advisory. Truthful content. Lizard Illuminati. A new world order. When we are successful, we have a real chance at this new world order. they drugged my roommate with like flaca oh shit and then yeah and like so that was a big ordeal with like police and the paramedics and and a big investigation started with that and then i had this one police officer who was a complete asshole to me he's like waking me up in my bed threatening me to make statements and stuff and then i was like making the statements he was like he was like all my statements were, were just describing what Ty was like when he was drugged. Oh <laughs> like, wow. I actually have to give this officer something. He's waking me up in my bed, threatening to pin bogus charges on me if I don't cooperate and I don't know what to do. And like, I'm pretty sure he drugged my roommate. So it's just like, and plus like the call literally told me they're going to send cops after me to fuck me up. If I like, didn't like shut up about like saying no to them and leaving them and all this shit. So like when a cop's waking you up <laughs> in your bed, like someone else, a roommate let him into my house and it's like, you're going to go sit down at the table and do an audio call. You're going to answer his questions. But I mean, like all I ever told him was just like, Ty was like this. I don't know where he got drugs from. I don't know. Like, I mean, he was like this and he acted like this and he like ran. I mean, I was trying to describe somebody who was high on Flacca. And like, meanwhile, the only other person home at that time was calling nine one one being like, 
roommate is on drugs or something like it's bad. Like he's not making sense and eating raw steaks out of the fridge oh, and running shit. into the wall while screaming. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, it was insane. I never, I was traumatized. I'd never seen anyone behave like that before. Um, but like there was a cop that drove past the front door of the McDonald's staff comms like over and over and over again and like didn't come in. And like we called, we had to like detain this guy for like four hours and eventually like the cops came and paramedics been like, he ended up on life support and the investigation went on for like weeks and they were constantly like coming into the like staff comms and like searching everything and the garbages and like questioning us all again, if we knew anything, cause it was like a big ordeal. Meanwhile, the cult was literally like DMing me saying like, we're going to fuck you up. Like we fucked your roommate up. If you talk about this at all. And like, I was bigger than like Fonz dot was bigger than I was getting like recognized all everywhere. I went getting pulled aside for pictures everywhere. I went, I was running YouTube stuff then and doing folk music and like actually a community member. <laughs> and like, I just raised like 10,500 bucks to write locally, which is like, they, they can't do that. And then like through all this, uh, I ended up getting smoked in the head um, after a bunch of crazy cult activity with like undercover cops and shit. And uh, they rolled on me like the day after. And like, I'm pretty sure that same cop drugged me because like that same cop came into my house in plain clothes. And I was so confused why he was in plain clothes. I was like, it was so weird. Um, but he brought a bunch of food and water for me because I just got hit in the head. But like the like food and drink he gave for me, it tasted really funny like really funny and like I already knew they were like drugging people and like doing like it was like not my tie my roommate Ty wasn't the only guy they were like drugging and stuff at the time like I don't know what this one group of people were doing they thought it was fun or something um but because of that when that cop went to the bathroom because I was just talking to him nice and whatever and whatever and he went to the bathroom like I fucking just booked it like I like went out into the woods and I was there for three days and then I had another cop calling and texting me from his personal number. So it wasn't even blocked, but he was like, literally like, uh, yo, I know what happened to you. You know what I mean? Tell me where you are and I'll come keep you safe. You know what I mean? Cause like, I understand what just happened to you and blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm losing my shit. <laughs> like there's some dude and I can see his number show up and like, I don't know this number, and he's trying to tell me he's a cop and he knows what just happened to me. And like, I just got drugged by a different cop <laughs> and I'm hiding in the woods in the mountains. And like, I'm like, this is the scariest thing that ever happened to me in my life. And then I had out of body experiences cause the drugs really started taking hold. And like, I was tripping for days, man. I like, it was like three days later when the drugs were wearing off. I like learned my real name. I walked to consciousness gates like that was way crazier than ayahuasca. And then I like called the cops like nine one one because I was still wrecked, but I didn't want to tell nine one one that I was just drugged by a cop, you know what I mean? And this cult shit. But so I like was like calling me and like, Hey, like I just got hit in the head a couple of days ago at work. I'm still like concussed. I'm fucked up. Like come get me at my uh, staff combinations, you know what I mean? I'll be there really soon. And like, I need to get checked out with a hospital really bad. You know what I mean? And like, so that's what I said on like the nine one one call. But then when I got to my house, like I could barely walk. So I was like crawling into like the front door and like, I was wow. fucked. And then, so I like shut the door and I like was just in on the tile floor 
laying like shaking and wanting water. I just remember wanting water so bad. I was like, I had like a water bottle between my knees and my minus 35 sleeping bag and all this kind of stuff, like from camping in the back of my car, thankfully when I ran from this guy, cause it was winter, but like, like I know like I've, I've survived homeless in the winter in Canada as well. So like, but like this whole thing was fucked because that cop beat the ambulance to my house kicked in the door and broke it and then beat the shit out of me, bouncing my head off tiles and arrested me. Oh fuck. Like, Oh yeah. And like, I've had, I, I talked to cops about this on a regular basis because I'm an asshole about this happening. And like they, the whole town buried it. And like, I ended up having the same doctor that Ty had. So like they were testing my blood for drugs and my urine for drugs, like every single day, multiple times, same what they did with Ty can't find anything. I was being released to my parents eventually. Like they were explaining to me and my parents that they know of like eight methylamphetamines that are like hallucinogenics. Like there were bath salts, crocodile tears, flaca. Like they thought it was flaca that, that I was drugged with. Um, but like they didn't, they don't show up on drug tests. So like they know about eight of them that don't show up on drug tests. And that's what was like going around that time. People were like getting retaliation druggings to like, and make people go away essentially. Like if I was drugged hard enough on that and if I didn't do my breathing practices and have like my ayahuasca experiences before they drugged me with that, um, I probably would have ended up completely schizophrenic and crazy like Ty did. Like Ty ended up getting off life support, but he's fucked up, man. Like he needs money. Like if anyone needs money, it's that guy. Like, I don't know if I can even get a hold of him. Maybe through some of my friends still, but like, he's like not doing well, like health wise or mentally wise because of that happening to him. He was 17 and black. Uh, just like, sucks, I don't think he man. was supposed to be even like working at that staff comms in like Canmore. That just like, I don't sucks, think he was technically bro. old enough. It just yeah, sucks. So I like, it's just a horrible situation. But like after that happened to me, like my parents, I like, were just basically on the way home being like no called stuff we don't want anything to do with any of this shit. Like get the fuck out of our house right now. And like, that's when it was like, I'm brain damaged. And supposed to be going to a brain injury clinic plus just drugged. And then this is like on police reports and the entire nine yards and shit too. And then they're trying to bury this and hide this because Canmore Banff's like a giant tourist town and like, like can't, you know, like they're going to have a giant Tim Hortons uh, camp or not Tim Hortons, McDonald's uh, like uh, youth group thing where like all these 14 year olds come in from like Quebec and stuff and they all like live in the McDonald's staff comms and like work there all summer. And it's like a giant like camp thing and event for all these like 14 to 18 year olds. And like that was happening like right after this, you know what I mean? Like the town cannot let people know that this was happening. So like it got buried like, and they try to like get rid of me. Like I got ran out of town and like literally like dumped, like I put in, I got put in a safe house in Kamloops for a while. And like, that's when me and Tesla did everything that's in my book, my first book, like all my big practices. That's when I met, um, essentially this giant dragon in the astral realm who led me up this mountain, which is actually like in the astral realm. So it's down, it's upside down. It's that way. And like, it's actually a giant pyramid down there, like not a mountain. And at the top of it or at the bottom, I guess is her a giant blue elephant. So I met her and like, same what like, the fuck? Person, like Mac Miller <laughs> sings. Oh yeah, dude. Like this is what most people want to talk to me about. It's yeah. like 
that this whole experience of doing these breath works after running from this cult and which is the WEF, I'm pretty sure. And like the scariest part about all this is like the amount of actual memories I have on this that I don't want to bring up in the podcast because they're not really confirmable is a lot and they're weird <laughs> and scary. And I'm still, I really, I'm like a bothersome person because I want to find out some of those answers myself still because I don't, my memories are patchy. So I always stick to like what's actually known here and what, like if people what can you call confirm? me out on any of this. Yeah. Like if people call me out on this, like what's provable here and what's actually provable here is the police reports on this, the doctor reports on this, the phone calls, you know what I mean? Like, like these are the things that if someone wants to look into this and call me like a liar, okay, freedom of information, whatever, go ask for all this shit because literally I'm in the process of getting the police reports on all this myself to include in my third book. And the cops don't like that. <laughs> so it's like, and I think they've reopened the case on this too recently. Oh man, I love all this. Yes, it. we definitely need to jump into this. I'm writing it down right Still, now. Yeah. So yeah, this is where we got to go with the next, the next, then this is, this is the direction for the next one anyway. So I needed to make sure you kind of knew a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to jump like, into the good. arrest and all that stuff. Yeah. Love it. I love it, brother. I had so much fun tonight, man. Thank you. So did I, man. I, I used to do more of this kind of stuff before and I'm glad that I, uh, made my choice to shy away and be the uh, conspiracy conscious musician now that you know, now that it actually working out too in my favor like I kind of did this originally so I wouldn't get famous again I was like hey if I switch Fonz dot to horrible music because I used to make like good music <laughs> it's <laughs> like if I like just stop playing music people like and just do conscious rap then I can like hide as many secrets about this happening to me and like a lot of my music has a lot of details of this right hidden in it. And it's like, I can tell everyone about this happening to me. And then as much about the occult world that I've learned through my breathing practices, and I can just do this without getting too much attention because I'll just be a conscious hip hop artist. And like, you can't be famous if you're conscious. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't agree more. Uh, speaking of, send me a song if you want me to play it at the end, because uh, some of this conversation is recording on my soundboard. And so in the audio version, I'm going to have snippets of this conversation to reel people in, in the beginning, and then at the end is hidden shit. And so if they keep listening, they'll a hear teaser. some of this, and they'll also hear- you a teaser. Yes. And a song, if you want to send it over, I'll play it. Sweet. Um, probably just Breathe Trees. What do you listen to? Uh, uh, Spotify? Uh, well, I'm an Apple guy, and Spotify kicked okay. my podcast off, so fuck Spotify. I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually trying to get back on there. I'm fedangling it. I'm, I'm creating a different account with a different provider, hoping to just go through them to get my shit up back on Spotify because that was more than half of my listeners. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, dude. You're like, I get a shit that. ton on Apple. Like, Apple, I get... When I put this out, probably tomorrow or Thursday, I'll probably put this out Thursday. When I put this mm -hmm. out, within the first hour, the subscribers on Apple will already reach over a 1,000 uh, listens within the first hour. 
And oh, so everyone's going to hear me talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but I'm saying if I was still on Spotify, that would double plus a little more because Spotify yeah. had more listeners and more subscribers. So it would be like 1,200 on Spotify, about 1,000 on Apple. So within that first hour of releasing, I, it would have already been downloaded like close to 2,200 times, which is crushed. Yeah. And I'm trying to get back to That's that. Successful. Yeah, it, it is. You'll, you'll just, get it. You'll get it. Even well, with, let me know everything about the details on the drop. Cause I will put it on all my socials, especially if it's airing at a certain time or whatever, you can count on me for posts being like everybody, I'm going to be on Rockfin on white rabbit podcast. These are the links, blah, blah, blah. This time, like check it out. Like give me all that before it airs. Cause like I will broadcast that to like, I won't even have anything like up for a while just so I can like just have that on my story. So if anyone checks me out or like my page or whatever, I'll make a poster or a story. If you want to do a collab post or anything with me too, just send the collab invite and I'll accept it. Oh, I definitely send one or two collab invites for every episode that I do. So yeah, expect one of those. Mm. And uh, yeah, it, it'll most likely, I will have this edited and ready to go. Um, and I will set the time to be re pre-released at uh, five o'clock Eastern time, uh, Thursday morning. I like five o'clock. Yeah, time, I like Thursday I like to morning. set it five o'clock Eastern time because that's when most people. It, it comes out early enough to where I'm like one of the first that pop up, and people are driving to work on the East Coast, and that's when most people listen. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Well, you, you catch those morning listeners who are like getting ready for their commute and then they go, oh, perfect. They have the new podcast to listen to. Yep. And then you catch them for that first 20, 30 minutes that they're going to work and they're like, fuck, I need to listen to the rest of that shit. So they pop in their headphones and they're fucking listening to your shit. I, I got great that's, success on that shit. I'm learning when, when to and when not to post episodes is crucial. But Thursday, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. See you. All right, brother. And then I'll talk Dude. to you next Tuesday. Yeah, this has been great. Tuesday, same time-ish or whatever. Yeah. I'll be around. Like So like when I have uh, something like this booked on a, like an evening or afternoon, like I don't like doing multiple things in a day. Yeah, so, same. It's like usually I like try to give myself a bit of time to be like set up and have like some food and a nap beforehand and like chat chill. Like I take maybe bong toke or something outside. Oh yeah. Um, but when, like, when I, you text me with your email address, I was actually out back po uh, uh, packing a bowl. And so when you sent me it, I was like, Oh, well I'm definitely smoking a bowl before I go back in and set this shit up. So yeah, it's funny. That's like when you were just like, when I was like, oh, I, yeah, okay, it's all good. I'll just like set this up and go chill a bit more. That's literally what I went. I went outside and smoked two bowls and talked to my friend on a video call. And I was like, okay, I got to stop this video call nice. as much as this conversation is great, but I got to go inside and do this podcast call. <laughs> Dude, this podcast is going to do so good. Watch, brother. I, I can't wait. And we got so many I'm good I'm super clips. happy to be able to give you this kind of a content in a conversation honestly uh thank you bro and it's gonna get even better next go around the next one man especially now that you know some of this too and like we're keeping it pretty serious here but i mean i usually do a lot of voices and i'm pretty silly and oh nice 
<laughs> so it's like we're we're like kind of on a thing, but I'm usually like a little bit of an eccentric character, a little bit more. Yeah. I love the thing what's going at the bottom. Like I was gonna say that at one point in time. Oh, I just thank like. You. I was so wanting to just like tune in one time and it was like timed right and just be like, Michelle Obama is a man. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's perfect because sometimes people will be talking about like uh, the shape of the earth or dinosaurs or something. And I'm like, just look at the bottom of the screen right now. And they're like, nukes never you existed. Live in a simulated hollow flat realm that is run by demons and fallen angels yes. and ancient half-bred reptilians. Oh, and by the way, Michelle, Michelle Obama is a man. <laughs> oh, fucking sound clipping that shit for sure. I'm sound clipping nukes that. Nukes are a hoax. Oh, you know, most people are like, nukes are a hoax, nukes are a hoax. And like people like get back at you by being like, this person doesn't even finish high school. And then like, I can sit here and be like, yo, I actually studied nuclear science in university. A lot of my major projects were on nuclear science. And I was questioning it the entire time I was in there saying that nuclear science is probably a hoax. And what like the actual thing that they're saying is happening on a nuclear scale, like there's a probability that that is happening at some amount, but right. There's no question that we have nuclear energy, right? Because we have nuclear energy power plants that are far superior to any windmills or fucking solar nuclear energy power plants. Like I held, I have a picture on my Facebook right now of me in university holding a used can do fuel rod. From a nuclear reactor, from a can-do nuclear reactor, um, which is like, how how should you be able to do that? It's used, you know, like the pellets are out of it, but it should be so radioactive. It's like, you know, it's so, you know, but like it's, all it is is a steam generator. It's just a fancy way to make steam. And it's not really that nuclear. Like, it's, no, it's not. There's processes that are going on that are chemical processes that we claim is like, this specific nuclear reaction is happening and that is where we're getting the energy from. And like, but when you actually like look when a nuclear bomb goes off and how a nuclear bomb actually explodes, like the explosion's not much bigger than the TNT they're using to explode that thing. You know what I mean? Like the size of the TNT they're using to make the nuclear bomb blow up. It's like the same thing. And like, I have textbooks on how to build nuclear bombs. I did that stuff in university, like, and nuclear, like, all this stuff. Like this is what I did in university. You just need to have a slug hammer in really hard into like, uh, like a capsule and then compress it like a lot. But when you like start diving into this, you really realize, well, how is that a lot more? How is that nuclear? um, Because you can create the same thing. If you take like dry ice, if you take dry ice and you put it in like a two liter bottle with, like half full with water or whatever, it's going to compress no, to the point where it explodes under combustion explodes because, because yeah, there's okay, nowhere for that energy to go. Bomb, though. It's, so you gotta, you gotta think about radiation and so radiation's a bit of a lie. There are harmful types of radiation. Like, you know, some radiations can definitely be healthy for you. I'm on the page that I believe that like gamma, and alpha radiation or beta radiation, I'm sorry, beta radiation, beta and alpha radiation are more than likely good for you in small dosages. 
as long as it's not directed to a concentrated part in your body for too long. So but what about, what about your devices? Radiation. What about, yeah, that's right. Like what about devices? Yeah. You get into these high energy radiations that when they actually hit your cells, they cause cellular damage and stuff like that. That's bad radiation for sure. But like when you have a Geiger counter, the ones I were, was using in university and stuff, it's like, it doesn't tell you which radiation is coming off of something. If it's gamma or alpha or beta, like it doesn't tell you if it's like not very harmful radiation or super harmful radiation. It just tells you that there is radiation coming off of it. And then we're told that all radiation is bad where I'm pretty sure like if you have alpha particles entering your body in a safe way through radiation and it's not like really a directed stream at like one point to cause damage, like you're adding hydrogen atoms to your body, which is exactly what you need for your cells to repair themselves. You need extra hydrogen atoms. You need high pH, high alkalinity so, for your cells to have enough electrical energy to repair themselves. So technically, so alpha that gives, radiation should probably be healthy as fuck for you. So that gives validity to the whole Tartaria theory that these buildings, especially that had these bell towers, right? That there was mercury within these bell towers that was mixed with copper and they were always around a body of water. So these three things mixed together uh, was creating some sort of a healing property. Uh, oh, dude, the amount of things that they were on back then were definitely a lot. But you got to realize that they caused their own catastrophes because of how much they had the own electrical grid here out of sync. So like that's what that's what I was too wondering, too, because it was like if they were so far advanced than we were, then how did they get overtaken? Because there's also a theory that they were uh, that they had met a battle which they weren't prepared for, so they were not able to defend themselves, and then they were overtaken. And then there's also another theory that they were just so far advanced in their technological um, advancements that they eventually outdid themselves. And it wasn't, um, it was one of those things that it was like, I don't know if we should do this, but let's find out if we can do this. And then it fucking fucked them in the long run. I think it's a bit of a combination of all those. If I can like put everything that I've learned and channel together. The biggest thing with like what I've done before I like started reading about any of this is I channeled so much and did a lot of remote viewing, which now I'm watching some like my remote viewings. My friend like sends me, I forget the name of the site, um, whatever Institute is called, but like their remote viewings on Antarctica, those three ladies or whatever, me and Tesla did those same remote viewings in 2018 and like got almost all that same information from remote viewing then, which is like very interesting that you can do remote views like that. Like me and her in isolation in 2018 and come up with the same whole Antarctica story, war of the world thing and everything and understand what happened there with that. And then you can have like other people doing that, like, you know, in 2022 remote viewing online for like some Institute thing. And then they like say the exact same stuff that me and Tesla like figured out by ourselves, isolating and meditating years ago. And it's just like, wait, you, you, so is this actually being played out to us? You or were, did that actually happen? You were hanging out with and, and learning with and shit with a descendant of Tesla. 
No, um, the lady who I did a lot of my magic with, who I mentioned in that podcast already, her like her name's Tesla. Okay, her first name's Tesla. Because you kept saying Tesla, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, the, it, he like is really talking to some higher ups. Like, who? The no, fuck? no, no. I no, I was uh, hanging out with a lady who is named Tesla. Like after Nikola's Tesla because her dad is like a nuclear scientist here in Canada and stuff. And so he thought it'd be a good name to name her Tesla. Well, I like it actually. It's a fucking great name. My books, my books dedicated to her and my first one is anyways. And then once I reach a certain level of uh, profit on it to cover some expenses and bills, then me and her split all the rest of it. Fuck yeah. Are you guys, so you guys are still friends? Yeah, kind of. I mean, we went through a lot of traumatic stuff together with the whole call thing and everything. And she's a lot younger than me. And so since then it's like, she's kind of like gone on, done her own life in Ontario. I do my own stuff here. And we have like some of the same circles of friends, but not really. And, you know, if we link it up and meet up, sure. But it's kind of usually like the once or twice in year text message or whatever being like, Hey, hope everything's all dope. Or I see you got like, you know, this going on or whatever. Like we follow each other on Instagram and stuff. But right. Like, Just the generic tags on each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like it's, it's a, a life thing. You move on with paths, but then you still like appreciate other people. You know what I mean? It's like, right. okay, and, we did all this then. And you kind of, you no. kind of like have pride in seeing where they're at or even disdain seeing where some people are at. Yeah. And like, so she got really upset with me when I started posting some trans stuff recently to try to get like people riled up and upset. Cause like, I always just try to like get people upset with all my posts on Fonz dot. Like if I can get people upset, I win because I'm trying to get people to recognize what gets them upset so they can work on that themselves with their meditations and their shadow work. So that way, cause well, like, you're, you're also you can a only hurt your own feelings right. in Leo call world. Right. So it's like, if I'm posting something that a people need to know about because it's like fucked up and then B also, if I can get both sides, like people who have the opinion on this side and the people on this side to both get upset about how I presented it in some way. So that way everyone can rethink exactly why they're upset about it. And like why they're not able to make changes about these things instead of just getting upset and doing nothing. You know what I mean? And like my first book, like really explains that this is how I operate as well at the beginning of it. So it's like, once you get to know how, like my, my biggest fans and long-term fans are my diehards. They always just love it because they're just like, you're just fucking with everyone. Like you're fucking with Thelemites who, who follow me, but then you're also fucking with Christians who follow me. And then you're fucking with like straight people who like have right wing values, you know, like family kids and like growing up proper white picket fence and stuff. But then I'm also fucking with people who are trans or asexual or, you know, non-binary and stuff who are also following me and who are fans. Like I'm fucking with, all of their heads with my posts if I can. You I know love what I mean? this. It's I like, fucking love this. Yes, we need more of this. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, that's why it's like, all right, now that I've got you upset, recognize that I didn't get you upset. You got yourself upset because you're bothered by something about this for some reason or another. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so let's 
figure out why it bothers you, remove the upset part about it. And now let's make some changes as a community to like change some of this stuff, because obviously there's not good things going on if this many of us are getting upset over this kind of stuff. But if we're just getting upset, nothing's going to get done. You know what I mean? Like we right. kind of like cut out the emotion part. Okay. We got upset. How do we fix this now? Like logically, you know what I mean? After we were like recognize that this upsets us, <laughs> you know, let's well, not unfortunately, be divided it, and fight amongst each other it, about definitions of pronouns for the well, next 10 years. Fonts, let's realize we got upset about this. And then I, I love, I love where you're going with this, but unfortunately now in this day and age, people get so caught up in their emotions and how they feel about something that they're not able to look at anything through a rational fucking scope. And that is just because they emotionally attach themselves to something one way or the other without looking that deep into it. And I'm not saying that this is just leftist because I know that everybody that is conservative and my right wing listeners are shaking their head up and down being like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. You guys are guilty of this shit too. You guys are the same way. And I see all these posts and conspiracy posts and shit. And then I see people regurgitating them. And I'm like, hold on, guys. What happened to the 72-hour rule? Like, let's look at this shit because we can't just jump on board with this shit just because it's saying something that we like or that we want to hear because there's psyops running on both sides of this fucking party. Oh, yeah. As soon as you Google something that you want to look into... And there's like 15 posts in the news articles that are exactly what you or like your conspiracy friends wanted to hear. That's when you realize you got to stop, stop, wait, 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 wait. They want us to know this. So why? Like we are obviously now all of a sudden failing because we just got caught up in whatever they're trying to like direct us to. Oh, absolutely. We were believing whatever sugar crumb trail that they were just giving because if we were thinking we were figuring out what's going on, but all of a sudden there's 15 news news articles on this, clearly this was part of the PSYOP. We were not on any trail. It's a huge PSYOP, bro. And they keep giving they keep giving the right these little victories. And you know why I think they do that? For the conspiracy theorists and for the conservatives and the MAGA people. They give them these little victories so that they will continue to fight because it gives them that little glimmer of hope. And just when everybody's about to give up or they feel like giving up, and we've all been there, and then something happens. Kyle Rittenhouse fucking wins his case or whatever it is. They give you this little fucking thing, but that is all part of the play to get you involved in this fight that really has nothing to do with the grand scheme of things in this actual real spiritual battle that is taking place. It literally doesn't even have anything to do with our governments at all or anything that's going to happen. Like that's what I was saying about this change thing. Like, I truly believe there's no way I'm changing anything. You know what I mean? Like God has this on such a lockdown for one thing. And then also how everything that everyone's doing is on such a lockdown. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. That opened up a different window on me again, but yeah, it's like, I just believe because like all of this stuff is on such a lockdown that like we don't really have 
any choice in any of this kind of stuff. So me being here trying to speak more about this isn't going to change anything that's part of the plan. What it's going to be able to do is it's going to help the people be prepared to look after themselves and their family as this plan's happening, whether we like it or not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I can stop this plan or change the outcome of of it. Like, I feel it's so set in place what's going to be happening over the next five to 10 years that it's just happening. You know what I mean? Like, we just need to make sure everyone's on board. Like, realize you got to make your own food. You got to figure out how to make your own antibiotics. You got to, like, figure out how to heal yourself without doctors. Get the fuck out of cities. Yeah, figure out how to work within your communities. You know what I mean? If you're in nice, like, areas where you've been able to get set up somewhere outside of a major city where you have some land, you're not in an apartment, right? Rural areas are great, like, because you can easily be in good communities and start farming off the land in there. Like, there's a lot of space usually in those yards that are wasted with, like, grass. So you just get set up in your communities, and then you start a municipal government, right? Like, you have to do that. Like, you just start your own municipal government, fuck anything that's outside of your little zone. You have to go complete anarchy. And like, that's what's going to have to happen as this goes crazy. And they're trying to like herd everyone into buses and into the new smart cities. Cause like, they're just going to like have emergency broadcasts go like crazy. And they want to round everyone up and bring them to where there's going to be food and shelter and Wi-Fi, Right. You know, I I'm thinking, I'm hearing a lot of people in our community, brother, that are talking about exactly this. And that is getting these communities together and having things that we can all contribute and keep this going. But one of the main concerns I have about this is look at what happened in Waco, Texas, you know, and how that was perceived by the masses and what they were really doing there is not anything nefarious at all. You know, I we don't can't do any of this stuff now, because if you're doing this stuff now, you're going against the plan and you're potentially going to prevent the plan from happening and they're going to stop you. Like you have to be in a position where you are already living close enough to the people that you need to work with. Like you, you need to be in the community that you're going to live in. You have to know your neighbors. Ideally it's like your hometown edge of your hometown. You know what I mean? Like if you got a hometown out there and it's like not the biggest city, go back to your hometown, get some land on the edge of your hometown, start meeting everyone who's still in your hometown. Cause you know that you'll know, they'll know you, they'll know your parents. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're going to be able to build up a good, nice little community thing there. And you're going to all look out, you know, each other, like, like you're going to know him. He was like little Johnny Sue lived down the fucking road. You know what I mean? I, hey, you know, I still have road. that community like, with need to do. I still have that community feeling of those people that I grew up with in my hometown because I grew up in a small town and everybody, awesome. everybody that I lived up there with, even if they, if I hate them, like if I was up there and we were in a bar or something and something dumb would happen and I would fight this person even though that that would be the case, if we were anywhere else outside of our hometown and I saw that person randomly, like let's just say like we were in Las Vegas or something and I was yeah. outside on the Las Vegas strip and I saw people fucking with this guy, I would be the first person there going to defend him, even though 
we I wouldn't get along in our hometown. That's like, don't fuck with my brother or sister. I'm the only one that can do that. Totally. Well, yeah. And then, so when like shit hits the fan, cause they're going to cut the power grid off. Like my, my bro, like literally got asked by the UN to write like a paper on that. And then he asked me to review it for him. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, like this is kind of my like weird circles. Um, but like, so like they're cutting the power grid off. Like he, he, his conclusions using physics modeling and considering how much heat the oceans will hold to try to like combat what they're asking for anyways, for an excuse to cut the power grid. He came back with it saying like, we only have to cut the power grid off to a continent at a time. You know, if like, we cut off all the power to North America, so like Canada, U S Mexico, and like a few others, that's enough. Like we only have to do that for one day. And that's going to like have the same effect on the planet as if we like cut the entire power grid off at once. So like, that's probably going to give them more hope and credence to their plan for what they want to do. Cause this way they're going to be able to have a bit more control when they cut the power grid. Cause I think like their biggest concern was like, well, what do we do? <laughs> when we cut the power grid, you know, right, what I mean? right. Because they want to reset. Because they have the to re- and they yeah, reset they have to rely the on that shit system, too. and like they want to erase everything they can possibly erase about themselves and all the history they don't want. And then when they re-upload the internet, they want to be able to have it on lockdown, have the new financial system ran through it, and then have it completely censored and owned. You know what I mean? Like, do you, they, they do you think that, that they're going to be able to do this? Do you think that they're going to be able to do this? Or do you think that there really is a yin to the yang that there is uh, just of a good of force as there is an evil force pushing against this? I think what they're doing is good. I'm, I'm for it. I think it's a horrible plan and it's horrible to the humanity and the people here and it's devastating and it's going to cause a lot of death and mayhem. Um, and I, and I don't agree with this plan at all. Like I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to work for anyone who's, who's a part of it, but I have taken a step back in a lot of recent years and I'm, I'm, I'm it's a great plan. It well, needs to happen. Why do you say that? Like, I'm, I'm totally on board with it. Like it's, it's evil as fuck. And like, we needed those evil people in power right now to push it forward. But why do you, <laughs> but like why do you say that? Like me couldn't, uh, sorry. But why do you say that? Why are you on board with Cause it? we have a deluge coming. Like we actually have a deluge event coming. So like, imagine if we have a deluge event coming and let's say it happens tomorrow, right? So we have a deluge event happening tomorrow. Who out of these people that should survive and would be good, healthy people to survive here and be good humans that we need after the deluge to rebuild shit with, are going to be instead freaking out because their fucking grandmother is like three cities over and they have to go rescue their grandmother, which that's going to result in them dying and everyone following that fucking dumb bitch to go save her fucking grandmother dying. Like, like we cannot have this happening. That fucking grandmother already has to be dead from COVID five years before the flood hits. You know what I mean? Uh, I get what you're saying. So, and, and also, <laughs> And here's what here's another thing because I've caught myself saying maybe Bill Gates was onto something when he said we need to reduce the population by whatever percentage he said it was, and you know, and then they come out with this fake fucking uh, virus, and then they come out yeah. with this fake fucking answer to it. And everybody Mm -hmm. runs out and they get the answer to it. Not only do they get the answer to it, but they boost themselves with it over and over again. 
And so I'm thinking maybe that was just their way of weeding out all the stupid fucking useless eaters. Totally. That no, that's literally it. Like, and like, we can't have those people having kids either. Anyone who ran out and got that jab is not consciously awake. They're a completely asleep sleepwalker who is gone. They, they're, they're so gone from the chemical, like the, like the people in power. The reason why, again, I don't believe they're evil is because I know what they're asking of my friends in reports and I read the reports and I read the same studies that these people read. And like no one in the conspiracy world reads this shit. Like, we've had a global food crisis since before the world wars. That's really fucking serious. And like we were solving it originally with, with poop from, from birds. Right. And that's why the U S ended up like taking all these islands because we were like, just go get poop. If you find an island's got bird poop on it, like claim it for the U S we now own it. Send more ships there to chip off all the white poop and bring it back to the U S cause we need it for fertilizer we're fucked. Like we cannot feed our people because we have done something to North America uh, since like the white man takeover at the end of like the last real world war that ended in 1812. Right. Like, so the Tartarian situation and, and those floods and the Napoleonic wars that extended all the way up into 1812, like that, changed a lot of the landscape here in North America. And then we've tried to essentially geoform it. And like, so in Alberta where I live here in Canada, like we chopped down all the fucking trees so we could grow wheat. And then we had to genetically modify the wheat in the sixties or even before that, like to trichocal wheat. So that way it could have nine days of extra growing seasons. So we could even grow up here. But like, this is how we fed people during the wars. Now Canada is like known for its wheat, but like we can't fucking grow that here in Canada. That's not sustainable. Like where we're growing the wheat is supposed to be uh, woodlands. You know what I mean? And it's going to be woodlands again soon. Mother nature will force it to go back. You know what I mean? Like it's now like we're having severe issues growing wheat here. So now the chemtrail issue is getting out of control because the company is growing the wheat are paying extra people to do chemtrails extra. So they have more water falling so that the fucking wheat will grow up here where wheat doesn't usually grow. And then we're having fires and droughts and land changes. And like our waters are getting so polluted with pesticides. Like our leaders are very, very aware that we're dying from pesticides. Like all of us, they don't want to tell us this, but like, our leaders are freaking out about this for like decades now. Like they've been very aware of this for decades and they figure if we stop using pesticides, 80% of our crops are going to be wasted in the fields. Like, and like, this is like real data. This is not like a fear mongering, like, Oh, if we stop pesticides, we need them because like, no, like it's a real thing. They've done tests. Like if we stop using pesticides right now, even if we switch to the bioavailable ones, like I'm studying this, like on a, like for hours a day right now, like we're fucked. Like we're, we're all going to die. Like, and like, so we solved the poop problem with the chemicals. So right? you don't think had Monsantos is, is like behind this and wants us to die? No, no, no. Monsanto was trying to save our fucking lives when this all started. Like Monsanto, obviously they're evil as shit now and they have hands in a bunch of evil shit. And like, that's what happens when you get a lot of money and power. But like when DuPont, DuPont started this, not Monsanto. So when DuPont was able to come up with your first like, uh, like chlor chlorine based, um, fertilizers, and then we got phosphate 
based fertilizers next, like synthetic ones, right? When they were able to do this, they literally saved like a huge chunk of the global population. Like we were all about to fucking die from starvation. Like people do not understand this. And like the amount of rain that does not fall in North America because we've chopped down all the fucking trees and changed all the farmlands to like farmlands when they're not supposed to be farmlands here. And then like your guys's rivers and streams down there on average are like 108 uh, parts per million uh, uh, like of pesticides. Like, like you can't even have anything grow properly in any of your streams or fish survive in half your streams because like, as of like way back in the eighties, the pesticide concentration in your guys's rivers and streams was out of hand. And like, we can't stop this. We're all going to die. And like <laughs> the amount of fake food that we have right now. And like, where does all our beef come from? Because we do not have enough cows for the amount of beef we are making. We're eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, that's and why like, all these you fast start adding places, that stuff yeah. up. Well, okay. You have to realize if they weren't, feeding us fake food we would all die we wouldn't have enough food like this is actually where we're at and people don't understand this like at all but why couldn't we grow our own food because i feel like every person is more than capable enough to grow more than enough for themselves for that we've too many people we've done the calculations on how much space we need for that to work properly and it's literally like 500 million men but everybody in the world, the world population thing. supposedly can fit in Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. The world's population can fit in Texas, but that's if you're using like Chinese skyscrapers and everyone stays in their buildings all day long. And you also have like in this apartment I'm in, you'd have like eight people living in this. Okay. Like, so I wasn't aware of that. I also thought text, like, I, I don't know. I think there is a different calculation with that. Like everybody would have an acre or some shit like that. I could be no, totally fucking no, wrong. No, no, no. There's enough space in this like entire planet that I think everyone can have like eight acres or something. It's quite a bit, but you got to realize how many of those acres are not sustainable. You know what I mean? For like one person to have an acre of land where they can grow enough food to survive off of or whatever, you need like 10 acres of land that no one's on. Oh yeah, I seen so some of the land when I was system when I was out to, in to Tennessee. Like it. When I was out in Tennessee, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, this is swamp. Like there is no way that anybody could build or live anywhere in that area because it was just fucked." Yeah. Okay, like so people don't understand this either about where we live, like out of the known world that has been given to us on the maps, so, like that we're told about, like this is our like Land masses, here's our seven continents. You know what I mean? This is where you live. Um, we actually have not stepped foot on well over or well under half of it. Yeah. And, and like people think we've walked everywhere. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like we physically as humans have not physically stepped foot on over half of the land we even know about. Right. We haven't even been there. Even General Admiral Byrd was killed recently after he was on live television, after he came back from an exploration past the Antarctica, talking Mm -hmm. about how past the Antarctica, there's land masses 
as big of, if not bigger than the United States that we have yet to explore. He, it's not about have yet to explore. It's like, we're not allowed to go there now. We, well, yeah, well, like we are the humans who were given in the promise with the demons. Like we're inside the ice ring to be fed upon, but there's covenant and rules and laws with this, right. That got set up with this bargain. So like we can escape this place. Like we don't have to be constantly getting reincarnated here and fed upon by these demons. We can escape this by becoming consciously enlightened essentially and breaking free from the prison here. But the difference thing is, is most people when they do break free from this and they can become a free soul and reincarnate properly in other places, they come back here because their family's here and their soul family's here and they're, they come back here because they spend their entire life trying to wake up all their friends and families. So that way they can all leave together. You know what I mean? Let's all get out of here. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of what ends up happening. It seems all the time. All the Buddhist texts are about that too. Dude, we're going to have to dive deep, deep down into this shit again. I'm going to have to have you come on more than once, uh, more, Dude, more I'm, than, I'm more down. than twice. I'm down, man. I was going to start a podcast some years ago and like canceled it. Cause I just realized I had a, spend my time climbing mountains and I like have some recorded episodes, but it was like, fuck yeah. So I'm really happy to do this, especially like with all like the FM radio stations that I was doing before and stuff. And I just kind of like parted ways with them. I'm just like, fuck you guys. I don't want to be like, oh, I mean, shit. I'm, we got to get into that too. Me at all, I'd, I called out the local radio station in, in Canmore pretty hardcore for being like pieces of shit a few times. Oh, that's awesome. I went to school with the local anchor here at Fox 40. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. He was a year younger than me, but we were in, we made hip hop music together and shit. And he won't talk to oh, me. Really? Yeah. He won't talk to me at all. And I called him out when I started my podcast and I was like, Hey man, why don't you come on my show and talk about why you're fucking pushing this experimental MRNA fucking graphene <laughs> enriched fucking bullshit on people really oh yeah he wouldn't he wouldn't respond to any of that now okay so another thing with all this too is like i knew about covid before covid right like the call whoever the call was they knew about covid and they told me about covid before covid okay right so like that's another whole thing why i think it's the wef oh of course man man we got to get more into this like in my first book i like cryptically literally wrote in it that like because the first part of my half of my book is like me specifically saying that I'm part of this cult and this is what we're doing. What What is and the name of your first book again? I love my brother Enki. And then um, when it like flips it on, like I have a spiritual awakening during the book. And then I like the second half of the book is me like flipping the entire thing on its head at like a position paper, essentially showing you that like the entire opinion I was presenting at the beginning is actually not what I believe, but I'm trying to get your head into that space and in, in the ways you've never even thought before. So that way, when the end of the book hits you, you really have your whole world flipped on its head and you have to like default to loving everyone. Like it, you realize that we're all one, we're all one consciousness. You have to love everyone. You can't face the world from a lens of fear. You're not going to get anywhere, you know? And like, that's how that whole first book was. 
But in that beginning section, like I flat out say like, we're going to fucking kill you guys all and like poison you all <laughs> on a level worse than Babylon. And like, Oh yeah. It's like, there's a couple lines in a couple chapters where it's just like blatant, like COVID's fucking coming and we have a vaccine and we're going to fuck you guys all up. And oh, none shit. of you guys are going to be alive when the procession of the equinox happens. Like, we're going to have a whole new set of bodies and a whole new set of population. And we don't give a fuck about the Goyam and we're going to kill you all. And, Oh, and I, I specifically say in it that it is a genetic modification that we're doing to the human race to prepare them for their next role to be our minions for a war that we're going to start essentially. And like, that's what's in my book. Oh man. And, and I mean, like I channeled this, like, I mean, and with this, fucked. and with this vaccine too, there's talk about being able to reanimate the body after death. So like, we're looking at like zombie. Apoc- yeah, dude. They're, 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 oh, no way. Good. Yeah. It's like, that makes a lot of sense. Proven. They've like demonstrated it that they can reanimate. They reanimated a, a rat. With uh, the Mm -hmm. graphene oxide, they put graphene oxide in a rat, they severed its spine, and then they fucking reanimated it, and within like a day or two, it was walking around normal. The graphene was able to repair. And they were able to control its, its movements. Well, yeah, the control movements thing, that's old. I mean, like that's right, but they're finding, they're finding new, they're finding new ways to do it. That's that's like actually more, it's getting better. Yes. Yes. So it's not just like through electric volts where they're zapping and they're like, okay, we're going to move this ligament right here. Now with this graphene oxide, Mm -hmm. they can actually fucking like program it in a sense. It's, it's insane. Actual brain. It's insane. Oh yeah. Like when I was university, they were showing us the mice experiments that like only got published with the Rockefeller university in like 2017. And like we were learning about this in university at the time while they were doing the experiments that we were being told it was cutting edge at the time. Who knows? But like essentially you put heavy metals into a mouse and then you give the mouse a virus that's genetically modified that goes into the brain And then when you shine an electromagnetic frequency at that mouse, you can make that mouse think it's hungry and even stimulate an insulin response. And like they started doing other things about what you can tell a mouse to do, yes or no, by shining an electromagnetic radiation signal towards it. And this is how you actually like brainwash someone or mind control someone. Like this is the easiest way And like, even with the same technology, you can make people hear things or see things or throw up or get really angry or like, as long as it's, um, a primal switch, they can do it. Like it can't, you can't like tell someone like they want to like go open up their phone and text their friend. You know what I mean? But you, as long as it's a primal switch, but then you can reinforce it with so much external shit plus with CSIS or CIA owning like everything you do in your phone and whatever stuff, they can really fucking reinforce what they want you to do after they flip that first switch. That's what so I'm then, worried like, about. Then, is there like, yeah, so is there really, like hundreds of thousands? Rolled out, man, 
what would happen when COVID rolled out? Like everyone has extra heavy metals in their shit. Yeah. Fucking virus rolls out. Then everyone yeah. goes, gets a fucking jab with even more shit, you know, put like heavy metals and shit uh-huh. in them. And then 5G towers went up goddamn everywhere at the same time, which yeah. is the electromagnetic frequency that was required. Like everyone who took the jab is actually scientifically brainwashed under the Rockefeller University definition of brainwashing. Yes. Scientifically. And- like they actually are. And so do we have like hundreds of thousands of Manchurian candidates now when they decide to flip this switch, they're just going to go fucking postal on everybody. Pretty much. Like, I mean, I don't think there's much you can say against that. Like they can do primal instincts, like triggering fear, hate and anger and like survival, like fight or flight instinct is probably the easiest thing that you can do in mind control. Like that's one of the easiest switches you can flip in someone's head and sex. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's all the same. It's root chakra shit. Crazy brother. All right, man. Let everybody wrap this up. I got to get some tokes in me and get some sleep. Me too, man. Let everybody know where they can find you once again, because I'm going to put this, we've been recording almost an hour now off of, so I'm going to put this out as a bonus. Yeah, fair. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm Fonz dot again. You can find me on Spotify, Apple music, all those places. You can find my book even on Amazon, unfortunately. Um, but all the best places to find everything is Fonz com. That's F O N Z D O T.com. You got books, you got CDs and all the good secrets that I can possibly give you without getting in trouble. Love oh, it, yeah. brother. <laughs> All right, man. Well, go get high and fucking get some rest. Oh, it's not even getting high, man. It's just like, I only take like a toke or two and it's just like enough to just like calm the migraines and like rest. It's if I smoke like a whole doobie or something, I'm way too. Oh, me too, man. Me too. I will pack a bowl. I'll pack a bowl and then I'll do what I call grazing where I'll go out there like three or four times throughout the night before I finish that bowl. And then, and then yeah, I'm done. Yeah, a little bit more. I corner it. Yep. I call it cornering when I see smoke of pipes or whatever. And then you like slowly just yep. burns. You leave a little bit of green. Other. You leave a little bit of green left each time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, All right. brother. Much love, man. Talk to you soon. All right, late. I would never bend my knee to Satan I would never sell myself with no paper You can go ahead and call me a hater But I'll go ahead and call you a traitor Hey, Hollywood is getting cancelled I put God over financials Just know that I never kill myself If they try to use me as a damn example Hey, first Lil Nas, now Sam Smith Satan coming for the damn kids These rappers and singers are puppets The second the label give them their advances God is forgiven, we were all made in his image That's why he told me to remix this Every nation demoralization While we celebrating when people are sinning Don't care if you trans Nah, or you a man who in love with a man But if you're gonna cover your nipples with tassels And leave the kids alone and just do OnlyFans I just can't stand all the lies of the media Pushing these kids, they ain't standing a chance Hollywood pushes agendas with all of these artists I swear that they industry's plans All of these fallacies that they preaching this way That there's no more objective reality Go ahead, laugh at me But I think that you worship and saying is more of a tragedy They sold out our nation for more dough That's why I don't watch award shows Celebrity puppets, we're living in luxury All of our business will force close Allah Jehovah Yahweh, you can call him whatever you do But worshiping Satan with the purpose of angering God Well, that's just gonna make you a fool